Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Welcome to CEO On The Go. I hope you're having a good week. On last week's episode, I spoke with Deb Rubin about how to navigate virtual networking opportunities. There are smart ways to do it. And if you're lucky, you just might develop some valuable new relationships and find some great opportunities for collaboration. We had a great conversation. So I wanted to dive deeper into the idea of collaboration. Just makes sense. But first, speaking about the virtual networking, just a quick reminder about the pilot experience starting March 5th called My Friday Focus. It's for leaders at all levels who'd like to connect with other growth-minded leaders end their week on a high note and get focused on the week ahead. So this is not a workshop or training. This is very informal. I'm just getting uh, leaders together so that I can practice some of the techniques that I've been learning to create engaging virtual experiences. So there's no cost. It's absolutely free. So if you haven't signed up yet, jump in now, even if you're listening any time during the month of March, by chance, I'm showing up every Friday in March to host this. It's about 45 minutes. So come to as many sessions as you'd like. Just go to myfridayfocus.com to learn more and register. It would be great to have some podcast listeners in the Zoom room. So I hope to see you there, myfridayfocus.com. Okay, back to the topic of cultivating collaboration. I really enjoy collaborating with other people and other businesses. And I also love bringing people together to collaborate. It's a lot of what I've done over the years in my role. And it's interesting that in the work that I do, helping organizations rethink new possibilities and transform their cultures, collaboration is one of the most common themes or values that emerges from that experience. Leaders say, yes, we want to be more collaborative, or yes, we have collaboration as our value. Yet, a lot of organizations really aren't practicing true collaboration. And so here's some clues that collaboration is likely needed, or that good collaboration is needed. You might hear people say, we're working in silos, no one knows what's going on in the other areas, or we're just, you know, focused on what we need to do. Or you might hear people say people are protecting their turf, they're hoarding data or they're hoarding information, not willing to share. Or you might hear things like, well, we're not involved in the decision-making process. And this is really common, especially with IT departments. I know that I have a lot of listeners in technology. It's not uncommon for IT talent to be viewed as implementers or problem fixers. Decisions are made at the top, and then it's up to people in tech to make it happen. The smarter approach is to engage and collaborate with IT from the start, especially given all the technology trends that are impacting virtually every industry. So that's just another example of where there's a missed opportunity there when organizations are doing planning and collaborating on new possibilities that they want to create. So why isn't more good collaboration happening? I don't think it's it's on purpose. I think that leaders are used to operating a certain way. They're stuck in habits or patterns. Sometimes leaders themselves, maybe you haven't had the exposure to other leaders or ideas that could help you be more collaborative. Often leaders just haven't been taught the mindset or the skills it takes. And I'll speak to that in a minute. 
But I thought it would be worth emphasizing reasons why collaboration is so important, especially now. And I would argue that collaboration has always been important for growth, to become more innovative, to create higher value. But now it's even more important because we've been more isolated, kind of sent to our rooms, physically stuck, and often mentally stuck in our heads. And so while we've been in lockdown, the world has shifted a bit. And we're re-emerging into a world of new opportunities that looks and feels different, unless you're still trying to get back to the old ways. And if you're doing that, then you're missing new opportunities. So it's just really important to make collaboration a priority to help you move into what is the new normal for you. I really like a distinction that Daniel Burris makes. He's a futurist who I've followed and who I've been learning from. And he states that people often mistake communication for collaboration. Just because you're communicating doesn't mean you're collaborating. If you have meetings where you have members reporting in or knowledge sharing, it's not the same as collaboration. So it's important to note that distinction and to to have some conversation about what true collaboration really is and what it requires. I think collaboration is really more about building on ideas or expanding on each other's ideas, synthesizing ideas. You're, you're creating something new together or solving problems in a new way together. I also really like the the research that's been done by Francesca Gino. She's written a Harvard Business Review article. This was back in November, December of 2019 called Cracking the Code of Sustained Collaboration. And she notes that oftentimes organizations, like I said, they talk about how important it is, but they often have superficial approach to the process where they've got the open office structure and they talk about that as a corporate goal, but it's really not having the results that they want. And so she talks about what companies are doing, where they're excelling in collaborating and talking about the mindset that they have to have, uh, arguing that it should really be more of a psychological approach. And she said that looks like widespread respect for colleagues' contributions, openness to experimenting with others' ideas, and being sensitive to how your actions may affect other teammates. So I thought that it might be worthwhile for those of you that want to dig deeper to take a look at that article. She also identifies six types of training techniques that companies are using to help cultivate collaboration. Uh, And I'll mention the six and um, won't elaborate because you can go look at the article if you're interested. But the first is, is listening, not talking, being a good active listener asking expansive questions. I think that's one of the reasons I I do like collaborating so much. I've always seen myself as a listener, which is just kind of ironic that I'm doing all the talking here in this podcast. But um, that's the first skill. The second is practicing empathy. And so you hear a lot more about empathy and the need for leaders to develop empathy. Um, it, It speaks to the need for that in collaboration too. Three is being comfortable giving and receiving feedback. Four is being able to lead and follow. Five is speaking with clarity and avoiding abstractions. And then six is having win-win interactions. 
So those are those are some skill areas to pay attention to if you're trying to build collaboration or if you're trying to become a better collaborator yourself as a leader. Just thought those would be worth sharing with you. Also wanted to just share some examples of uh, positive examples of work that I've done representing effective collaboration. I think that they're good because they represent engaging different kinds of stakeholders having people in the conversation who have different perspectives. Uh, One project that comes to mind, this was a number of years ago when I was working with NASA um, and was helping an organization then called the Instrument and Payload Systems Department. I think they had about 500 people. And we were going through a visioning experience to try to figure out what the new future could look like back then. But the way that we went about it was not only engaging internal people, but also people who were outside of the department. So normally you would think that that would be more of an internal kind of experience, but we deliberately engaged other stakeholders like systems engineers and mechanical engineers, other people who they serve to collaborate to help co-create what the future could look like. So that was a really wonderful project to work on. Another one was a women's leadership project that I had worked on that was designed to help advance women leaders. You know, for years, I've seen a lot of women's initiatives or women's leadership initiatives that were solely focused on women, engaging women. And so I think that one of the success factors that helped that project was to engage more men as collaborators. Now that's happening more frequently now, but years ago, that was kind of a new idea to consider. Another impressive example, a current client in higher education that I'm working with heads up a department at a university that's comprised of professionals in education, research, and um, clinical work. And they are actively seeking out opportunities to work on projects that involve all three areas. Now they were already doing impressive work in their respective fields, but imagine what's possible when they can intentionally collaborate, when they can identify projects where all three forces come together, how might they be able to increase their impact? I think it's really exciting where they are. And of course, I'd be remiss not to mention the collaboration that I'm personally involved with that I'm most excited about, and that's the social movement TV docuseries that I'll be participating in. Um, In case you missed that announcement on LinkedIn, I'll be with a group of entrepreneurs and CEOs and business owners from around the world who are coming together to solve an impossible world problem in just four days. (laughs) These, These are huge problems like reinventing the education system or ending suicide or conquering cancer, um, ending homelessness, climate crisis, uh, lots of big problems. I don't know what team I'll be on yet or the big problem that I'll be working on, but I'll let you know as soon as I know that. And I'll be part of season two. We'll be filming in Miami Beach this summer, trusting that it will be safe to be there. My season should air in the beginning of 2022. So I'll include a link to that trailer in the show notes too, if you'd like to take a look at that in case you missed it. Or you can just look for it on workmatters.com forward slash social movement. So key takeaways for today. If you want to cultivate collaboration, view it as a mindset and a skill, not just a value. It's something that can be developed. Number two, when you're collaborating, engage other people or areas or departments that you might not ordinarily consider. Sometimes the more unexpected, the better. And three, Keep the bigger vision or mission in mind to guide your actions. 
best kind of collaboration creates value too. It's not just done for the sake of collaboration. So that's why keeping the mission in front of you is so important. A couple of questions to ask yourself or your team. One, what new kind of collaboration could you create? Or two, what kind of collaboration opportunity might you be missing? I'd love to hear what that might be for you. So I hope this is helpful. Be sure to share this episode with other people inside or outside your organization who value collaboration. It's always good to have a shared understanding about what collaboration is to help you make the biggest impact. I hope that you're enjoying these episodes. Be sure to scroll through some of the past episodes that you might like in case you've missed some and leave a review if you would like. Would love love for you to leave a review. It helps me know more about what you like and spreads the word about the podcast as well as I continue to grow it like the little engine that could. I'm excited about the new listeners that are tuning in. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a great rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. Stay safe and take care. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.